Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Vita. Why? Because I am Just Vita. Today is February 23rd, 2022. Yesterday was actually a monumental day, which was two, 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 two. I don't know if I said five or six, but it was five twos yesterday. Anywho, it was very monumental, and that'll be a day that we won't ever see again. Ever. Not in this lifetime. Hell, I remember my husband and I got engaged on 11, 11, 11. Okay. Very monumental. No, we didn't get legally married until 2017. But we're not getting into all of that. It's not about that. So, kudos to everybody who has lived to see those type of moments. Today, we're going to have a nice little discussion. We're going to talk about a few different things and bring you guys up to speed on what's going on in my life. Um, I know it's always something, huh? I try to stay busy, you know, as much as possible or whatever. The last time I was on here, it was love day. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Valentine's Day. Some probably didn't celebrate it till the week after or whatever. But again, if you're with someone and you're in a committed relationship, you know, or something serious and you've been in this relationship for a while, then every day should be love day. Anywho. Um, about a week ago, my pancreas started acting up again, you know, the bad pains, everything. Anybody who's ever suffered from pancreatitis, gallstones, uh, kidney stones, any of that. Ladies, if you ever had a baby, it feels like giving birth with a wisdom toothache. So if you ain't never had a toothache, let me tell you, a wisdom toothache, and that ain't an ordinary toothache. This pain is twice as bad as that. I would rather have pain in all my wisdom teeth, which I only have one left because the rest been pulled, and give birth at the same time to deal with this pain. Anyway, um, about a week ago, you know, they did a MRI. We see some stuff on, sorry guys, I got different texts coming in, different emails, and all kinds of different little good stuff. Anywho, um, they seen something on my my pancreas, they were like, it looks like a little bitty, some little bitty cyst on your pancreas. Um, we don't think it's cancerous. We don't think it's any of that. It could be the possible, the, the root of the problem. What we want to do is we want to go in, we want to take a look and do an ultrasound and this, that, and the other and what have you. And it's going to be, I'm going to put a, a nerve block. Now keep in mind, y'all, the nurse didn't call me, the doctor called me himself. And uh, they want to do a nerve block on my pancreas to see if it'll ease up some pain. But it was like, Vita, you got to do the work too. You also got to learn how to eat right, how to do this. Now, exercise, that, that's a given. That's something I do on a regular basis. It's the eating part that I'm having a really, really hard time with. And a lot of people say, well, you know, when they say it's a matter of life and death, you shouldn't be able to do it. Mm, it's easier said than done, folks. But anyways, um, keep in mind, I got this phone call on last Thursday. And I'm having surgery in the morning. So I have to check in the hospital at 6 a.m. in the morning. And they're not doing no plan. And they actually wanted to do it before them. But I'm like, y'all, look, I ain't got to work there. So, so let's do it. So if all goes well, I'll be in and out, home, recovering. Since I work at home, it'll be a lot easier. That's my grandson, y'all. I apologize. Um, Since I work at home, you know, all I got to do is go from my bed to my office area. And it is whatever. Um, other than that, if the pain level, they can't get down or Lord for 
forbid they see something else or they got to do something else, I could possibly be impatient. But we plan for the best on this job. You know what I'm saying? For the God that I serve, <laughs> all things are possible. So I'm hoping and praying he making it possible so I can just come home tomorrow, sleep the anesthesia off and whatever. And slowly but surely, like I said, recovery. Ain't like I got to go into an office. I just got to get out of my bed, go to the other side of my house, my office area, okay? So just keep me in your thoughts. I don't ever say prayers because, see, not every prayers are good prayers. We've been through this, right? Cool. Moving right along, let's talk about something. I was talking to a good friend of mine yesterday. And she's been on my show um, prior. We were talking about, um, she was like, you know, I'm just over friendships. I'm over stuff like that because people, you know, the fakeness, you know, the fake friendships. And she was like, I know everybody is not fake. Not everybody has bad intentions. But, you know, it's coming to a point now you can't decipher who has your best interest versus who doesn't. And like I told her, you preach into the choir. If anybody has been listening to my podcast from the beginning, you know I went through something like that, the same thing, a couple of years ago, you know. And it's not to say that you hold on to it, you be mad about it, because far from that, you know, you live and you learn. And like I told her, so you have to understand, your dreams are not everybody else's dreams. Your drive, your ambition is not everybody else's drive and ambition. People used to say, if you want success, you got to surround yourself with people who already have it. That might be true to a certain extent, yeah. But you also learn that we live in a world where the next person don't want to see you do any better than what they're doing. Because you have people that will deal with you and want to deal with you because you're like at a standstill or they feel that you are beneath them. And as soon as you become equal or above, we got an issue. I was like, so yeah, it's really hard to decipher who's what we're right now. So you have to really be careful. I said, you have to learn to feed people with a long handle spoon. Because eventually, if you give them enough rope, they'll hang their own self. And I'm not saying that you treat everybody the same way. Because you don't. Everybody is not the same way. You have to treat people accordingly. You just... And that's just it. And we always say, well, I just treat people the way I want to be treated. Yeah, but everybody don't live by that model. So therefore, again, you have to do things accordingly. And that's just fact. That's just the world we live in, y'all. Moving right along. See, I found out some information today that I've been speculating for a long time. When I say a long time, I mean a long time. But it was never confirmed or denied. What's that? I got confirmation. Of a couple of little things. Am I mad about it? No. Don't really even care in that sense. But. I just want people to be able to keep that same energy. Because everybody likes to voice their opinion on certain things. And certain aspects of stuff. And don't even know the whole damn story. Now. This ain't my story to tell. So therefore I'm not going to get into the story. But. 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 People should learn to mind their own business because everybody who has a say in certain aspects of it, or whatever the case may be, played a role in many aspects of the situation. It act like people don't know, you know, and it, it really fathoms me because then when they come around, everybody, oh, ha, 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 want ha, ha, kiki, want to be in your face, want to do this, want to do that. Uh-uh. See, 
I'm not even that type. Y'all know that by now. I'm not even that type. It's either I rock with you or I don't rock with you. If I don't rock with you, I don't want to be around you. You know, I don't surround myself with people, places, or go and do things with people that don't have that same energy I got. You know what I'm saying? Because when I'm doing stuff or going places or whatever, I'm doing it and coming from a genuine place. I'm not coming from nothing malicious. I don't go nowhere. I don't do nothing so I can uphold it or anyone. That ain't my style. It never has been. And it ain't going to start now. And I don't want to be around people who have that same type of energy. You know, I don't deal with envious people. At least, not that I know of, but like I said... People show their, eventually will show their true colors now. So I can say that, that I don't know. I don't know if that's the way people see it or whatever the case may be. And that's fine. But I ain't giving it to nobody's bills, materials, none of that. In fact, you can come pay mine if you want. I'm just saying. I am not envious of anything like that. So for people to speculate or insinuate or feel a certain type of way and then it was like oh, okay maybe it ain't like that you know and now you want to ha ha kiki nah player pimp i need you to keep that same energy when you thought it was something else because you judged a book by a cover ain't nobody thinking about you let's just be real and the only reason why this topic is coming up now is because apparently you're feeling some type of way. Stop feeling that type of way. Life is way too short to have animosity, hatred, jealousy, and all of that kind of stuff. Have y'all turned on the news lately? And if you had, good. Because then you know what the hell's going on in the world. If you hadn't, maybe that's good too. But some people need a dose of reality. Life is short. Life is just way too short to keep all that unnecessary negative and bull crap you know going on it is it's entirely too short i'm gonna need some of y'all to go get a damn hobby go get a job job market is open you can't get that well because of the COVID. you can work at home stop that too many jobs is doing that it's way too many because it's too much going on it's way too much going on so when it was confirmed for me today, I said, hmm. <laughs> I said, it makes a lot of sense to me now. It made sense to me before, but you know how you think something like, nah, really? Oh, when you get confirmation, like, okay, my mind didn't fool me. It did not. The people want to know why I act a certain way, or I do certain things, or I don't do certain things, or whatever the case may be. Well, see, that, that's it, because I don't like dealing with fake people. I don't like dealing with two-sided fake people. L, not my thing. Never has been. Because whether you see me today, you see me tomorrow, whether you see me five, ten years ago, I'm still the same person. I don't act no different. I don't look any different. I am still me. Regardless of who I'm with, regardless of what I'm doing, I am still me. I don't change for anyone. Never have. For what? Because at the end of the day, if these people, whether it's a family member, a significant other, whatever, decide to say, hey, I'm throwing in the towel and walk away, you is all you got. And you can do all this transformation to appease somebody else 
when at the end of the day, you always knew there was a big percentage that they was going to walk. So what did you do that for? So you lost your soul and lost yourself because you were what? Trying to fit in with somebody else? Nah. Keep that one moving. I'm not trying to fit in with nobody. I don't want to deal with nobody. And I've always been like that. I'd rather sit at home and do absolutely nothing than to go around and deal with a whole bunch of people who ain't got nothing better to do. I will not be your topic. Will not be your topic. When I do stuff, I like to do things alone. I don't like to work with people in that aspect. No, don't get me wrong. I love what I do for a living. But I mean, like, if I'm doing special projects... Or you ask me, hey, Vita, can you go do whatever? And don't come back and say, hey, Vita, can you do whatever? Because such and such going to come and help you. No, they're not. This is a solo project. I don't need no help. When I do what I do, I'm doing what I do. And I do my thing a certain way. I don't need your input. I don't need any of that. And if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But then let them handle that. It's that simple. I... I I'm at a point and I'm at an age where giving a damn is not an option. Sometimes you got to stand back and say, I just don't care. It's not coming from, like I said, a malicious place. It's just that people take you to a point of no return. And when they get you there and you can just walk away and not look back and not feel nothing, well, that's usually a situation that they had created. So I say this to everyone. Everyone, when you have people that are in your immediate circle, or not even so much your immediate circle, people that are around in a circle that is affiliated with you, and something about it or someone about it is toxic, walk away. It's so much easier for you to walk away and breathe than to sit there and hold your breath. Because they say if you hold your breath long enough, you die. That's what they used to say when we was kids. Don't hold your breath because you might die. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. Because now you got to sit over here. You got a candy cone. You got to bite your tongue. You got to do a... No, if I got to do all of that, then it's a lot easier to remove than to do that. That's all I'm saying. Well, you guys, it's like after 7.30 in the evening. Like I said, I have to be... Well, I didn't tell you guys this, but maybe I did. I have to be up at 5 a.m. And it's going to take me a minute to wind down to get ready to go to bed. And because I have to leave my house at 5.30. And be checked in the hospital by 6 o'clock because surgery is at 7.30. So, again, keep me in your thoughts. Not so much of the prayers because all prayers ain't good prayers. But I'll keep you guys updated. I'll even try to log on tomorrow. I don't know. I said I'll try. Okay. But until then, in the meantime, between time, y'all stay up and I'm out. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Vita, and I'm just Vita, of course. Today is April the 6th, 2022. I have to scream happy birthday to my stronger half today. My husband turns 50, you guys. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, so are we going to do something? Well, he was like, mm, he said, listen. I'm just blessed to see it. That's all I wanted was to be able to see it. He was like, if anything else, is extra. And I just got off work. He just got off work not too long ago. And so it's been a really, really long day. A good friend of mine, she was like, well, guys, let's get together, go out to dinner. What's up? 
And like I said, I just got off work and I was like, well, no, so we all going to meet up next week. And these are, this is somebody I grew up with and you know, she one of my right hands. And, um, yeah, so it'd be epic guys. It'd be epic. But anywho, um, for all of my listeners that's on the West coast, I will be, um, they're doing a big birthday extravaganza in August in Las Vegas. For my uh, son and daughter. My daughter will be 30 this year. She can't know who child. And I miss her so much. Um, and my son will be 25. So I decided to do a upscale ball um, for her. It's not even so much of a ball. But it's, you know, upscale. Because, you know, and I noticed this. When people go and they, what we used to call the Sunday's best. You, you know, tend to behave yourself a little bit more. Okay. When you are in relaxed clothes, you tend to, you know, you don't think twice. When you got on your good clothes, it's like, wait a minute, this actually cost me a lot of money. Not saying that your regular clothes don't, but I don't know. You just kind of react and feel a certain way. So it will be like that. I'm working with different halls and facilities and, you know, you got to have a head count. You got to have this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm asking people now, but... That don't mean absolutely nothing. People tell you, yeah, today, and then when the time comes, it's, oh, I can't do it. So I'm not banking on that. I'm not doing any of that. So um, even if just me and my household go, we still going to do the damn thing. But if you guys are in the area and you guys decide you want to come out to Las Vegas, Nevada, and party with us, you are more than welcome. It is an open invitation. Okay? Anywho. Let's jump right into this subject. Um, these last past couple of days, I've been talking to different people, not random people, people that I actually know and interact with um, on a, you know, pretty consistent basis. And um, I try to check in with people from time to time. I really do. And don't get me wrong. I get so wrapped up into different things and <sighs> elements of my own life till I forget, you know, you got to take a step back and make sure everybody else is okay as well, you know, to get that, that mental back, because let me tell y'all, I flipped out, no, I didn't, I damn near flipped out the other day, um, there's a big issue going on right now in my personal life, not with my husband or anything, but with my personal life, and I just, I have mental funerals, and sometimes you have to, you know, and I tell a lot of people, a person can be dead and very much alive. You know what I mean? And um, it's been that type of thing. Sleep is not the best, but hell, y'all know I don't sleep like that in no way. But it is what it is as far as that's concerned. And um, I've been talking to a couple of different people that's struggling with, you know, um, different elements of their lives, things that are going on, and, you know, they're losing focus and giving up on hope. My husband always said never hope for nothing because hope ain't nothing but a delayed, um, what did he say, is nothing but hope but a delayed in failure or something to that extent. I have to ask him when he actually come in. Um, but like I was telling somebody today, said, listen, don't let any man, woman, or child ever steal your joy ever you know a lot of times we get in our relationships and 
whether they just platonic relationships, relationships with our significant others, kids, um, other parent or sperm donors, whatever you want to call them, or friendships, you know, homegirls, homeboys, you know, or family. It doesn't matter, you know. People are very fickle. People are fickle, and I don't like fickle people because I am me all the time across the board, all the time. Don't get me wrong, I got good days, bad days, just like the next person. But I'm very consistent in what I do, what I say, and how I feel. I am not the type that's going to laugh and get in your face and then be talking about ish and a little bit behind your back. Because listen, that's not what it's going to do. I don't like to be around people that gossip, you know. So like I was telling them, I said, you know, when you hit a roadblock, instead of having them delayed feelings get up and try it again I'm not telling you something that I ain't been through I ain't telling you something I ain't going through the struggle is real and that's facts but you can't sit there I mean by sitting there feeling sorry for yourself giving up or whatever is not going to change the situation in fact it'll probably make it worse but I'd be damned if I work three, four, and five, and six, and seven jobs. I'm exaggerating, of course. And I'm not getting anywhere. Then there is an issue. One of them moved away, you know, and I get why she moved away. You know, sometimes you got to let the old hangs go so you can let some new ones in. But like I was telling her today, what was the point of letting the old hangs out Trying to get some new ones in when you was going to let the old ones back in at the same time. You defeated your purpose. I said, you know, sometimes people come into your life for reasons, seasons, and lifetime. Not everybody that we put in our life is supposed to be there for a lifetime. Sometimes they're there just for a season. Just like snow comes. Well, here in Nebraska we get it. Snow comes certain seasons. The leaves fall certain seasons. The sun shines certain seasons. Some people come in your life for a reason, and that could be just to teach you a lesson. But, again, as I said on my last podcast, we are women, so we we go by emotion. We put people in different places, in different positions that we should not be putting them in. That is fact. And she was like, I, she was like, I know. She was like, I'm, I'm trying to love myself again. I said, you know, that's the issue. Us people feed off of that. They feed off of the fact that when we are at our lowest point, we're vulnerable, and we're going through something or whatever, they feed off of that. And I mean, you got some vultures out there. They appear like they care. They really don't give a damn at all. you just giving them something to talk about, giving them something to use and abuse. And I said, you deserve better than that. I said, and I get it because I didn't sat in your shoes the time or two in my life. I said, and I told myself the last go around, and I talked to God, and I, and everybody know me and God got a wonderful relationship. And I was sitting there, and I was telling him, if you ever let me get up and go out of this, I won't look back, and I didn't look back. I'm not saying that I haven't had different hiccups in my life since, because everybody knows that's true. But I had to learn to put me first. 
I had to learn to love me first because see, if I can't put me or love me before I can do anything else, everything else is just false. It's phony. And like I told her, I said, you got three beautiful children. I said, actually, technically you got four. I said, although one is no longer here, she's still here. I said, and that right there alone should give you that extra needed boost to say, I can do this. I can do it. I don't give a damn who don't believe what. Don't nobody got to believe in you. As long as you believe in you, you will succeed. You will completely succeed. She bought a home somewhere and she was like, I got to make sure that the place stays livable, you know, and everything else. I said, yeah. I said, here's the thing about when we move. We sell ourselves dreams. We do. We all do. When me trying to relocate to Las Vegas, this ain't my first rodeo leaving Omaha, Nebraska. However, I had to come back many years ago for personal reasons, but... My grandma was here, and that woman was my life. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, I was like, but me personally, I like to go stake out territory. I like to go look at different stuff. I don't want somebody just to send me pictures. I don't want somebody just to do this, that, or the other. I don't want any of that. I want to go, and I want to look at different stuff. I want to go, and I want to see how this is. Get the feel. Now, you're not going to get a complete feel because... You know what I'm saying? When you go to visit someplace, whether you were there a couple of days, a week or two, you're talking about uprooting your life to be there for possibly the rest of your life. You're not going to get the complete feel of anything in just a week or two. In order for you to get a complete feel to actually say yay, nay, whatever, it's going to take you about six months to a year. I promise you that. It's going to take about six months to a year. So you got to strategically plan. You've got to plan like, okay, this is what I got to do. This is how I'm going to do it, so on and so forth. I said, but I get it. You know, when we are soul searching, because we all soul search. Been there, done that. But when you soul searching, you don't give a damn about your next move because your next move probably ain't going to be your best move. It was just a move. I was like, so now basically you got to make a something out of a, I ain't going to say a bad situation. I said, because it could be worse. It could be way worse. But you got to make something out of this situation. I said, but at the same time, you can't kill yourself doing it because then you're defeating your purpose. Like, have you ever thought about, I said, and I hate to say it, but you ever thought about coming back home? Not saying that you got to go whatever. Not saying you got to live in the same neighborhood. Not saying you got to deal with the same people. I said, because you can move back home, and don't nobody know that you actually moved back home. And you keep that same distance with everybody that you've always kept. Do you know how long I was here and people didn't even know I was here? Years. I just didn't live on the same side of town. I mean, I don't interact, I interact with people like that in the first place, so that really didn't matter. But my number has always been the same. I said, people got to keep that same energy. Yeah, same exact energy. I like that's all that's about. I said, it can be done. I said, but it's whether or not you want to do that. I said, and I know by you coming back, 
you going to feel as if you failed. How do you feel, nobody? This is not a pass or fail. Life is not a pass or fail. Every day, God allows you to open up your eyes. He's giving you another opportunity to get it right. We were all born flawed. Your flaws and your imperfections is who makes, I shouldn't say who, it's what makes you who you are. That's what offsets you from the next person. That's what makes you unique. Because of your flaws, your imperfections, your experiences, life. Life going to happen, honey. And as long as it keeps happening, again, get up and let's try this again. You got to. You got to keep moving. I said, and even if you didn't want to come back here, go somewhere else. Go somewhere else where you know your worth. Because let me explain something to you. Omaha, Nebraska, it ain't the same, you guys. When we was growing up, let me tell y'all. Omaha has always been racist. I can sit here and tell you guys a lot. There were certain streets we couldn't go past, and I remember all of this. But at the same time, we had one of the top school systems in the nation. Yeah, we had gangs, and we had bad. But, I mean bad as far as our per capita, I should say. But, not like it is now. I mean... Don't get me wrong, racism has always been here, but now it's just so open. I mean, people think they can walk up to you and call you the N-word. No, 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 we don't do that. We don't do disrespect. I need you to educate yourself, for real. And I'm like, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't go somewhere else. You're not going to get what you're worth here. Being a minority. One of my minority friends. She's a... um. Hispanic. She's been with the same company she's worked for. It was her first job. Okay. She's about to be 38 and she's been working at her job since she was a little bit over 18. Okay. First job. And to be honest with you, everybody who came in within the last two years of her job and she proved it, um, is making way more than she is. In, in fact, the people who were there like 20 or 30 years before her doing the same thing that she's doing is making more than her, but they are what? Caucasian. We live in a society, they're not going to ever tell you this. That's why they tell you never discuss your wages. Because we live in a, in a society where they do look at your race. They do look at your gender. They look at your sexuality. They look at your religion. They look at all of that. No. No, no, no. They will never tell you that because that's a lawsuit. But the reality of the situation, it still exists. Systemic racism, ring a bell? Because that's all it is. You get a white woman, a black woman, a Hispanic woman, and an Asian woman. Who you think will make more in the same position? The minorities could have been in this position and got way more experience than the white woman. But the white woman is still going to make more and it's going to be more of a, they're going to treat her more of an asset than the minorities. I don't give a damn if she only make a quarter more. She still makes more with less experience. 
And I was trying to tell one of my friends, you know, last night, and it's like, okay, this is what I've been trying to do. This is what I was doing. And I can't do it because, you know, they're like, well, no, we'll pass it along. I said, honey, you're a woman and you're part Hispanic. They don't even think you got common sense, let alone anything else. I said, so you got to go different places and find somewhere else that you know your work. I said, now listen, you've never used your degree before. I said, so you're going in an entry level. I said, so don't expect to, oh, I'm going in an entry level, so, or I got this degree, and I'm about to start off making six figures. No. I said, as long as you can get at least a foot in the door, that's all you're looking for. Don't worry about the rest. Your job is to try to get a foot in the door. Yes, you know that job might be paying seventy, eighty thousand dollars a year, but you don't have any experience in that career field. Baby steps. So they might say, "Well, yeah, we can hire you, but you won't get seventy, eighty thousand. We can only start you with forty thousand. Take it, because you need the experience. That way, when you're in that career field for about a year or two, when you go somewhere else, now they can now you have a right to sit there." Let's negotiate. I said, that's how the world works. It really does. Fellas, y'all too. Y'all too. Y'all got to stop that. Stop giving up so easy. I told y'all that in the last segment. Stop giving up so easy. Do you think people who are 80, 90, and in their hundreds live as long as they have by giving up? Hell no. Suck it up, buttercup. This ain't Burger King. You damn sure can't have it your way. Not always. Before I go, we're going to talk about another subject that, um, it's, it's coming up a little bit too much. It always bothers me when I hear about it. It always bothers me. I haven't been around it, so I can't say, oh, I've seen this firsthand. But listen, everybody ain't going to be saying the same thing, okay? Everybody ain't going to be saying the same thing, and the people who are saying the same stuff, they don't even interact with each other like that, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, quit pulling out these firearms. They're not toys. It's not a game, okay? Stop it. Stop cocking them and want to aim them. Like you're going to do something because you're not. And I think that's the problem with society right now. A lot of these people, oh, because I got a license to carry. I got a concealed to carry. And you ain't going to use it. You're not going to use it. You got it for a scare tactic. Because let me explain something. What happens when you decide to go ahead and pull it, right? Okay? Because the people that... They're doing it too often now. You pull it. What happens when you pull it on the wrong person who's about to call that bluff? See, it's easy to go get a gun license. Whether it's um, a license to carry a legal firearm or a concealed to carry. Doesn't matter. That's the easy part. Getting the firearm is, is another easy part. Getting it registered, all that's easy. But pulling it and having to actually pull the trigger is what's 
the hard part is going to be. Are you man or woman enough to suffer them consequences, whatever they may be? I don't know what your consequences are. Don't know what they're going to be. But are you man and woman enough that if I pull out my gun and shoot this person and they do not make it, can you live with that on your conscience? I doubt it. Everybody's not a killer. It takes a special type of person to be a killer. You're not be able to be able to sleep good at night and all that kind of good stuff. You have a lot of people that are psychosomatic like that. They out there. Been out there for many years. But most of y'all who are pulling these guns just to pull them, you're not about that life. Or what happens when you pull it on somebody and, oh, yeah, because it's whatever, whatever. And, um... <laughs> you pulled on the wrong one, they pulled theirs and they shoot you. It's not a game. Guns are not toys. They need to change these gun laws. They need to stiffen up on them real good. Real, real, real good. Because if you don't feel threatened, what are you pulling it for? But you know this other person ain't got nothing or whatever. They just talking out the side of their neck. Why are you pulling something? Not only are you pulling it, but it's cocked and you got one in the chamber. Listen, if you move it the wrong way, pull it too hard, that gun get too hot, you do know that it will fire off, right? Because if you didn't cock it, it means your safety is off. Nine times out of ten, you didn't pull that safety. Somebody telling you, put that gun down or whatever, and they move it, pop. Then what? I don't get it. And then some people are just so gun hog about, oh yeah, because I got me a, I got a concealed and carry. So what? You ain't going to use it? Sit your ass down. Sit down. You want to shoot so bad? Send your ass to the military, to the army somewhere, and go on over there to war and do what you do. You want to shoot so damn bad? You want to play with a gun and show a gun? We're going to see how that go. So, I don't know. Um, as a lot of you guys know, my stepson is a senator. Yes, he is. Uh, he's a senator here in Nebraska. And I'm actually sit down. I'm going to actually go to him like, yo, let's sit down. Let's talk about some gun laws. But let's talk about some stuff. How can we get this into play? Because it's too much. There's too many people going to go get them and using them in the wrong way. And then you want to know why people look at us crazy or, you know, feel a certain way or whatever. Because let me explain you something. You're not doing that but setting yourself up for failure. Because if this person, you done pulled this gun off and they're not about that life either. Just like you ain't. The only thing different is you, you, you faking Okay, they're fighters, they ain't got no gun, they don't want no weapon, but you done pulled this gun out. Now you done got some fear. Honey, fear will make a person do some crazy things. Very crazy things. Now this person is in fear of their life, so guess what? That's a damn near free kill. Why? Because you want to perpetrate with this gun. Put it down. We need stiffer gun laws.
I can't speak about in other states, but I can tell you right here in Omaha, Nebraska. Because before you can preach or say whatever about somewhere else, you got to talk about your forefront. But I think the gun laws need to be a lot tougher on a federal level, not just a state level. Because you can go to Texas, Arizona, uh, it's a few other states, and be a damn felon. As long as your felony is not... Um, you have to be out and whatever for a certain amount of time and you can go get you a firearm. Texas operates as his own nation, whatever the case may be. My husband was like, well, hell, everybody needs to go to the old, the, you know, the Western days. Everybody had guns and people didn't cross people the way, you know, because of that. Look, I'm not going to cross you because either you have to shoot me, I'm going to have to shoot you, you know, whatever the case may be. But I think these gun laws need to be something on federal levels, not state. States are not giving a damn. Some of these places are overpopulated. The world itself is overpopulated. So yeah, go ahead, give them guns. Give it all you want because all they're going to do is kill each other. That's less people we got to worry about. It's going to be on our next census. Stop being a statistic. Because what you guys are called and starting to be now is liability. You don't ever want to be a liability. You want to be an asset. Because if you're a liability, you have no value. Assets have value. Always remember that. You don't ever want to be a liability. You always want to be an asset. And if you value your life, you value your freedom, you value you as a person, then you won't have to worry about none of the rest of it. And I'm not saying that you guys shouldn't go out there and get something to protect yourself. But you're not protecting yourself. Why are you guys taking these guns into grocery stores? What have you done that you got to carry a gun into a grocery store? Church. Weddings. Funerals. Anything. Why do you have to carry this around everywhere you go? What have you done that has you looking over your shoulder? It makes no sense to me. Because if you haven't done anything and you keep pulling it the way y'all, some of y'all out here pulling them, eventually you're going to have to keep looking over your shoulder. Because, baby, let me explain something to you. People are, what I say, fickle. They're vindictive. All of that. The only reason why you still standing and walking around able to pull this gun on anybody and everybody is because you ain't pulled it on the right one yet. You catch the right one and you let him walk away. I'm sorry. But uh, if you ain't got no life insurance, you ain't got no funeral plans, maybe you need to sit down and start discussing some. Because that's where you're headed. Either to the jail cell or to the funeral home. Take your pick. All because you wanted to go out here and flex. For what? For what? So, yeah, I had to get that off my chest because it really irritates me when I hear about people walking around pulling guns and want to talk mess and do all this extra stuff because I just don't get it. People don't fight no more. So my younger son said, Mama, people don't fight no more. That's the first thing they go to. I said, well, you know what? That's some punk. Those punk asses. Because let me, let me explain something. If you can give an ass whooping, you got to be able to take one. You ain't going to win them all. You are not going to win them all. A true fighter won't win them all. You're going to come out with some kind of bruise. I don't care if it's a black eye, 
a broken arm, broken finger, fractured ribs, something. If you can give that type of damage, you got to be able to be re able, ugh, excuse me, be able to receive that type of damage. That's called a fight. Stop letting these guns fight your battle or be a scare tactic because you're not really scaring nobody. You're really not. The only fear that you're putting in somebody is the fear that this person just pulled this gun and it could have took my life. They're not scared of you. They're scared of that action you just did. So it ain't you they're scared of. It's the fact that the mental, you to mess with somebody's psyche like, yo, I ain't scared of him because or her. Doesn't matter him, her, whatever. Because if they put that gun down, we can do the damn thing. We can go do a hand and dance a jig. But as long as they got that gun, I, it puts a little fear. So no, they're not scared of you. They're scared of you with that gun. That's, that's, a, that's a big difference. So people, I, I want y'all to really think about that. Again, I'm going to sit down and talk to Senator McKinney one of these days. We're going to have us a nice little conversation about gun laws. We about to have us a straight conversation about some gun laws. And this needs to be done on a federal level. Because the state level, they ain't giving a damn. Because if they did, they wouldn't be giving them out like they giving out goddamn commodities or something. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to I'm Just Pizza, and I'm just out. Mwah.